Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Reb T, the Pirke Avos Learning, the Pirke Avos Lessons. The show where we talk a Mishnah of Pirke Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We're looking at Chapter 3, Mishnah 7, Gimel Zion here on Season 4 with the wonderful commentary of Rabbi Nuyona. Want to give a PSA, public service announcement, heads up. Even though we try to do the show from around September to around June, in order to make it the whole gamut of the year, we, we need to give ourselves a little bit of a respite, a little bit from a break, not a break from Torah, but from doing the episodes every single day of every single week, at least the weeknights, not Shabbos, obviously. So we're going to take a little bit of a winter hiatus in a couple of weeks, two or so weeks, two or three weeks or so. We're going to take a nice winter hiatus, and we'll probably take a spring hiatus. We try to aim to finish around April, May, June-ish time. So we're going to take a little bit of hiatus, and then we'll come back. So we'll trudge along Mishnah by Mishnah, looking at the wonderful, wonderful teachings of Pekeavos here in Season 4. Let's look at what the seventh paragraph, the seventh Mishnah has to teach us. Rabbi Elazar Ish Bartosa Omer, Rabbi Elazar of Bartosa says, Tain lo mishalo, give him that which is his. For you and everything that is yours is his. This reminds me of the idea we talked about in the lecture series recently. In talking about the idea of having a good name for yourself, give to others, give to everyone around you, because what you have is really not your own. It says, if you're an executor of a will, you're an administration of an estate, would you feel sad or upset giving away money to the inheritors of the will? You were apportioned by someone to give out the estate, and you probably were compensated or were given the, the zechus the title, the honorary title to do so, would you be sad giving away that money? It's not your money to begin with. It's not yours. Why would you be sad? That's how we should look at the money we're given in this world, the resources we're given in this world, the house, the car, the whatever we're given in this world, especially materialistically, it's not ours. It's Hashem giving it to us to borrow, to use, and we should lend it out. We should give it out in the right ways for Torah, Chesed, Mitzvos, making sure to use it in the right ways because whatever Hashem gives us, it's for us to be as an executor of the will, hopefully using it in the willful way, the rightful way in this world every single day. So give from Hashem's stuff because what Hashem gives you is His stuff to begin with. Whatever money you have, whatever, anything you have is really from Hashem. He decides at Rosh Hashanah how much money you're going to get for the year, what's going to happen for the year, and He decides what, what job is going to be for you. Obviously, you do your shtadis, but Hashem is really the one in control because Everything that you have is really his. So give to others from what, from what is really given to you, because everything comes from Hashem. The So to by David, it says, King David talks about, and it says in Divrayamim, For everything is from you, and from your hand we give to you. Really, everything is Hashem's. Anything in this world and everything in our life is really Hashem's. Rabbi Yaakov, Omer, Rabbi Yaakov says, Someone is walking on the way, interrupts himself and, and pauses in his learning. Someone is walking on the road and reviewing his learning and stops and says, How beautiful is this tree? How beautiful is this plowed field? Why are you interrupting your learning with looking at materialism, with looking at the mundanity around you. Obviously, everything is from Hashem. Everything Hashem creates is beautiful, but the Torah is the penultimate, penultimate thing you should be doing. Don't interrupt yourself with the frivolities around you. 
Someone who interrupts his learning and thinks about the tree or the field around him is considered as if he is liable for his life. How much more so if it's something really mundane saying, wow, that's a beautiful mansion. Wow, that's a beautiful house. That's such a nice car. Even more so, the mission here talks about a field and a tree because back in those days, everything was much simpler. They didn't have electricity or plumbing or anything like that to be in awe of or to, to see. And they didn't have houses like we have today, but probably the same concept would apply. When you're walking on the way, you're learning on the way, don't interrupt it with trivialities, with material materialities. You know, you're involved in a sheer listening to Torah. Try to focus on that. Don't get dismayed by anything around you. Even if it's a beautiful house or a beautiful field, focus on that Torah. Understand the essence is Torah. Understand everything you have is from Hashem. Understand we should give to others, give to those around us. We're only here in the world executing the will of Hashem with the ideas and the items that Hashem gives us. Use them the right way and focus on the right things in the right way, especially on the way in your life when you're learning Torah. Rabbi Yonah tells us that given that which it says, this refers both to man's body and his money. Do not withhold either yourself or your money from doing God's will. For as the Mishnah says, for you and everything that is yours is his. You are not giving of your own body or your own money, but of Hashem's, of God's, for everything is his. Your money is only on deposit with you from God. It does have an, it does have an advantage over other deposits because you may use it for all your needs. The remainder should be distributed in keeping with the wishes of the depositor, the King of Kings, the Holy One, blessed be he, who has commanded us to give to the poor and the destitute. You should be pleased that you can live respectively on God's deposit money. If you follow the owner's wishes, Concerning the money remaining after your expenses, do not consider that you have done anything exceptional. As it was given to you for this purpose, we may compare this to a king who gave his servant a thousand silver coins. The king told him, keep 100 coins for yourself. Divide the remaining remaining 900 among nine other people. The servant would certainly be happy with this arrangement. And so it says, by David, everything is from you, from your hand we give to you. In a later verse, he says, Lord, our, our God, all this vast amount that we have prepared to build you a temple for your holy name is from your own hand, for everything is yours, also from Divrei Yomim. This refers to giving of one's bodily and financial resources in preparing the vast amount required to build the temple. The verse cited in the Mishnah, for everything is from you, from your hand we give to you refers to giving of one's wealth. As it says in the beginning of that verse, For who am I? Who are my people that we should muster the strength to donate in this manner? And Rav Yaakov says, You're walking on the way. You're learning. Don't get interrupted. Don't get distracted. Talking about the tree or the field, that's liable for his life. When you are learning, you should not engage in mundane conversation, as one should stand in awe and fear before the Torah. As our sages said, any Torah scholar who learns and his lips do not drip myrrh deserves to be burned. That comes from Shabbos. Rashi there explains myrrh is bitter. It's a metaphor meaning that a Torah scholar should be awed by what he learns. He is occupied with Torah. He should be standing in awe, fear, and terror and not engaging in mundane talk. If he is lightheaded enough to interrupt his learning, he is liable for his life and rightfully so. So when we're involved in our lives, when we see any money given to us, any resources given to us, any material aspect given to us, also any talents given to us, any qualities, any abilities, anything you're really good at, passionate at, and really strong and you must use for others. You must do for others. It would be a crime and a sin and a waste not to. Anything Hashem gives you, He deposits with you as an executor of a will and a state to use for others, especially money. 
especially resources, especially anything he gives you, whatever talents you have. If you love to write, you need to write for others, involving in Torah, involving using your passion, your ability. You're really good with numbers. Use it for others. Help others. If you're good in speaking or you're good in reading, you could be an editor of Jewish books of holy works of Torah. Anything you could do, you should use for others because everything given to you, especially your gifts, your qualities and your abilities, should be used from, uh, for others, especially any money given to you should be used for tzedakah. You are, you're a good cook, you use it to cook for others who need it. Someone just had a baby, low lane, or someone lost someone. Get involved, use your talents, use whatever resources, any mundane spiritual thing, any mundane physical thing, excuse me, and on the more so, any wonderful spiritual quality you have used for others. And when you're involved in Torah, you're learning Torah, you're involved in a mitzvah, focus on that mitzvah. Don't get distracted by those things around you. Don't get slighted by things around you. Don't get distracted. Excuse me, I was trying to think of a better word, but don't get distracted by anything around you. Focus on what's around you. Focus on what's in your life. Use your qualities. Use your resources. Use your money. Use your time. Use anything given to you to help others, especially inborn, innate qualities that Hashem put in you. You have a passion. You have a love. You have a quality. You have an ability. Use it to help others. Do whatever you can to give to others because everything you give really was given to you to begin with. Pay it forward. Hashem gave to you. Give to others. Everything that's yours is really from Hashem. And when you're involved in Torah, you're involved in mitzvahs, you're involved in chesed, focus on those things and don't worry about things around you. Try not to think or get distracted by anything around you. Join us next time as we talk about on the PAL, talking about... Thinking about forgetting things, God forbid. What does it mean to forget things? How is it forgotten here on the PAL with Reb T? And I'm your host, Reb T.